Hello and welcome to Dealer's Choice. Uh, welcome back, listeners. Uh, today with us, we've got our guest. It's a guest choice, our guest episode. And today we've got uh, Alana with us. Say hello. Hi, guys. Hey, and as usual, hello. we've got uh, Morgan and Zach. That's me. Hello, Don't everyone. say hello. Don't say hello. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alana, what did you have us watch this week? Oh, one of my good old faves that I've watched with my mum many a time. We watched The Sapphires, mm-hmm, Australian mm-hmm. movie, couple years old. Um, yeah, and it was something that I thought maybe you guys hadn't seen before. And That's correct. I haven't seen it. Like I didn't know it. about it. <laughs> Had either of you two seen it? No, uh, no I, I haven't. No. Alana made me watch it last year. Of course. Was it last year? <laughs> I feel like it could have been like four years ago. <laughs> I'm actually kind of shocked you haven't seen this by yourself, Morgan. Yeah, me too. I love Australian <laughs> film. Yeah, mm. you love a good Australian film. You love a good musical. A couple boxes. And it's both those things. It uh, is. <laughs> had, you, had you seen it before, Alex? I had seen it before, oh, but yeah. long, I think a long time ago. Like yeah. It came out in 2012, so I must have seen it around that oh time. Because mm. I remembered certain things and other things I didn't remember. And Yeah, anyway. Uh, Zach, give us a summary. What's it about? <laughs> uh, okay, so the Sapphires is about a uh, sister act that hap- uh, that popped up during the Vietnam War. Three Aboriginal girls, or four Aboriginal girls, uh, who went on tour in Vietnam <laughs> to sing to the American GIs. Uh, and obviously they experienced a lot of the war. They experienced a lot of struggles because they were Aboriginals uh, in the 60s, which would have been shit. Um, and it's, yeah, uh, it's got Chris O'Dowd and... <laughs> Deborah Mailman and Miranda Tapsell and who's the big Jess Malboy? Thank you. Yeah, Jessica Malboy uh, <laughs> as the main singing attraction. How do you uh, not know who Jessica Malboy is? <laughs> oh, I don't. Yeah, that's Australian. I was going to say when this when this gets around to like recommendations, I think I'm going to be in a bit of a minor, minority with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but that's no. Nah, it, it was charming enough. If you like musicals and you like Australian movies, I think you'd like it. So I think you've basically got the the plot there, Zach. Uh, you know, you. I think I think you did a pretty good job. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a compliment. I thought we'd start an episode nicely. Um, <laughs> let's actually really, let's actually move to, to recommendations. Yeah. That's Before fair. we get too deep, would we uh, recommend this film? I mean, Alana, you you made I mean, us watch it, so yes. yeah, you're well, an of easy course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a musical that you can show to people that don't particularly like musicals. Mm-hmm. Because no one's jumping out and singing for no reason. Like, they're singing for a reason, usually. And that's, yeah. like, a good way to ease people into it. Upon my second watch, I really appreciated, around the start as well, just the really clever and funny writing. I really thought mm. that was a very enjoyable. It's very Aussie. Very Aussie at the start as well, <laughs> with, like, all the people on the um the farm or the, the area they lived, the community. And I think, yeah, the writing was good. Uh so I would recommend it if you like Australian films and musicals. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Especially it's also got some uh, cultural stuff in there for, in regards to Good Indigenous education. people. Yeah. Yes, people it, it got pretty, um, pretty dark. Yeah. I didn't remember it getting it so dark. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going there. Um, yeah, I think, I think I would recommend this film. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm not normally a big fan of musicals, so I agree with you that it's not this sort of unmotivated singing, that the singing is actually a core part of the story so I, I did like that um i try and like australian cinema it's not always uh, a good thing, <laughs> but uh i do try <laughs> and this is one of the good ones um i think 
So yeah, I think I'd recommend it. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry to say I have to disagree. I wouldn't recommend this one. I think they're better. I'm sorry. I, I know. I I, thought, I found a, a bunch of dangerous. In <laughs> but uh, if we're talking about Australian cinema, I think there's better examples of Australian cinema. If we're talking about musical cinema, I think there are better examples of musical cinema as well. But there is there is a like... better Australian musical? No, that you can think so that's, of. That's where that's the best. Best. You are. Australian. Uh, if that's your the only crossover, other one I can think of it. also has Jess Mowboy in it. But like as I say that, I'm one out of four people, so. If any of this sounds like it's your your beat, I'd say go for it. I think there is some joy to be had. It's not completely like. No, I said that. I said that. There's stuff I found charming. I just didn't. Like, I don't agree that the writing was very good. Uh, I I did find a lot of the Australian like cultural stuff. Yeah, it was pretty good, and I really liked their farm and their family. I didn't like a lot of the acting. I didn't like a lot of the story. Um, and some of the characters, oh, shit me up the wall. Oh, my God. We can talk about that later, but holy crap. <laughs> it's going to be a bit awkward when we tell Zach that it's uh, based on true events. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if he no, stayed I, for I, the I credits, that. surely like, he would have seen that. I, I did, yeah, this yeah. is true. You know, he turned it off in rage <laughs> as it started. No, I, uh, I remember the promotional stuff for this movie. I, know, I knew it was based on true events going in. Like, I knew that from a lot of the trailers when it came out. Uh, I just... Yeah, I just know. Um, we can talk about it later, but yeah. It's definitely Sorry. dramatized, though. I wouldn't. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say the main truth points to that story is that there was a group <laughs> called the Sapphires that went to Vietnam and performed. And they were Aboriginal, obviously. <laughs> So this is like big spoilers, but did did oh, no? I'll ask this later because <laughs> <laughs> that because I was going to say maybe that won't ruin it. But if you do like this kind of stuff, mate, what I the question I was going to ask would actually ruin one of the points of this movie so uh do we talk about uh, tender yeah. hooks there oh <laughs> 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 uh, no I, I do have to say thanks for showing this to me alana i'm sorry i didn't like it more than that's I did, okay you know i had a lot of options that i knew you definitely wouldn't like <laughs> <laughs> so, so next time i feel like this would have been like was it a safe choice yeah yeah it was the most <laughs> enjoyable yeah oh i did actually have a non-musical that i wanted to get you guys to watch but we couldn't find it on any streaming services which was really sad uh, yeah. Bloody, yeah maybe it's next time <laughs> no fair enough 100 percent. oh hurl it at me i'd love it <laughs> um did we miss anything out in the description of the movie um i don't think so they go to vietnam mm. it's about them like i think yeah learning more about the, what, there's also this cool parallel they draw I'd only noticed on the second watch between like their struggle and then the African American struggle. Yeah. Like the whole Martin Luther mm-hmm. King thing. I didn't, I put, there was more weight in that this time than I did last time. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like they're drawing this parallel. Like it's all happening at the same time, which was interesting. Mm. There's also the conflict with their cousin, Kay. So three of them are sisters. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously, Kay, um, she's like the whiter one yeah, of them. And she was a part of the Stolen Generation. Skin. So she's mm-hmm. kind of like grown up mm-hmm. being white and she's like, cross like in the crossroads between being black and white and yeah that's a very big thing here in australia the whole stolen generation deal and all the halfies not knowing where they belong yeah Mm. 
and it's got a kick-ass soundtrack. Like, uh, yeah. let, let's not lie, I love the soundtrack. Uh, I love this soundtrack. kind of music. Of I love soul. Uh, I think that's another reason I love this movie so much. It's so feel-good. Like, I just want to get up and boogie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. when they're up on stage or when he's trying to tell them how to sing soul. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Breathe in. Breathe in. Yeah. He's very charming. He is charming. I think he definitely made... If oh, they yeah. just got a random Australian to play his role, it definitely wouldn't have been as fun. No, I, I agree. agree. Chris O'Dowd, the like central, the central male protagonist of this. Oh, like no, he's just like the secondary to them. But no, nah, he he does deliver some pretty fucking good comedy to this, which it does need in bits. No, it's good. There was that one quote in the film. No, this is. <laughs> I wrote this down too. I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, about country music and soul music. That was something I. Oh, that was something I was like, because he's like country music and western is shit, and it's about people who've given up. And I was like, it's all about loss. But <laughs> really hard. Country and western music, they like loss. You know, they're just whining about it. Whereas and, soul and music is they're trying to claw it back. For it, which <laughs> I like that. I like the quote where he said, "90% of professionally produced music, music is, is shit." shit. And the other 10% <laughs> yeah, that's is good. Soul. That's cool. I like that. <laughs> um. I did did like that this movie got me listening to Otis Redding and James Brown again because I fucking I'm a big fan of James yeah. Brown and to listen back over like Otis Redding and hear that shit that was oh it's great I we were it. flipping so through um Netflix last night and Blues Brothers came up again and it played like yeah! Hold On I'm Coming in that part of the movie I'm like I gotta watch this movie this is a good movie <laughs> it was the same it was like we literally yeah, just watched was, sapphires and then like, we listened to that on. song <laughs> get out of think 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 about what you're trying to do to me love it it's the best mm. you're gonna have to you're gonna you're gonna have to remix that more than sorry uh, <laughs> that can be the new intro <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect oh uh, that's good should we get deep should we deep dive into i think yeah. we deep dive is this the, the spoilers the spoilers, spoilers. and then we just go past it yeah yeah so mm-hmm. watch it if any of this sounds interesting to you yeah absolutely um okay well we usually do what do you want to do first line a good or bad I think one we've already one good, and then we'll move on. And then I think there's some stuff to unpack with the bad. So we'll do good. Yeah, yeah, then we'll do yeah, bad. Sure. <laughs> Zach, struggle to find something, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a couple of things. Um, I did find I, I found the the dad. He was quite a charming dude. I liked him a lot. <laughs> I Step into like, my small office. little roles he had. I was like, oh, he's pretty funny. I, I thought a lot of them were quite funny. Uh, I've got here Cynthia is awesome. Yes. Uh, that's Miranda Tapsell. Miranda I, I loved her character. She's an icon. Miranda Tapsell was really good. Deborah Mailman. I, I also have here Gal is a whiny shit, but Deborah Mailman, for, like, as the movie went on, I was like, wow, this, this she's actually really good and she's delivering a really good performance because I hate her character, but I can see that she's good at it. Yeah. Mm. So I was, I was, that that's was the annoying nice thing I hate see. when it's like, you, oh, I hate this character, but it's like it means the actor's doing a good job, but I still hate them. At <laughs> when, least when in you the can movie, see they yeah. justify that her character is shit. And try and make it seem better. Yeah, <laughs> they do. They do. We can talk about the try there because that's important to me. <laughs> it's like in that whole discussion that he has with it, with um her, and he's like, "You are the most frustrating person I've ever met." But I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Hundred <laughs> percent, Alex. Um, oh, unless Zach has more. Well, I, I think I had. No, 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 no. That yeah. Um, performances were strong. Chris O'Dowd as well. Yeah, really good. 
Um, I'm going to start with a little uh, underrated. Uh, I don't think anyone else will mention this, so I'm just going to sh- throw it out there. Judith uh, Lucy? I really like Judith Lucy's yep, performance in this film. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Fuck yeah. I it's a pleasant surprise, yeah. Oh, it? my God. I remember, I remember seeing her and being like, that's Judith Lucy. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, awesome. Oh, there you go. Uh, I did have to stop the film at one point uh, during it and just sort of recompose myself. <laughs> when Chris O'Dowd is talking about dancing and trying to get Deborah Malman to dance <laughs> and he says that it's all on the shoulders and I had to stop it because I just had this shocking realisation that when I try and get people to dance, <laughs> I always say that it's in the shoulders and it's in the hips. He didn't go to the hips, but he... Oh, I so you're one of those pointed white Typical people white that can't dance. That they <laughs> that's right, about. that's right. You are uh, that white all, yeah. yeah, he's <laughs> yeah, one of those, Alana. <laughs> <laughs> that's really rude i'm sorry the uh the norwich school of dance uh wants a fee paid because i've been on that shoulder thing for many many years now um anyway well, I has did... it been about eight years because then you owe the movie a lot of money i've liked a boogie my entire <laughs> life uh that's all right now um Deborah Mailman's performance, I, I just want to echo what you said i i really liked her performance and one thing particularly with Australian cinema, if Deborah Mailman isn't in the film, I'm like, is it really worth watching <laughs> Australian cinema? I was like, eh, she's sort of like this hallmark there. And so she's in it as I, like, okay, I can, I can get around this film. Uh, she doesn't put her name to shit. So, um, <laughs> so immediately as soon as I saw her name in the titles, I was like, yep, yeah, I'm down. Okay, let's go. But, um, yeah, that, that's uh, they're, they're my top three that I yeah, mentioned. Fair. Uh, I like, as I said, the the dialogue, some of the conversations are just so funny and like normal. I felt like I'm like, oh, this mm. is just a funny, normal the conversation. Sisterly. Any, yeah. And the sisterly or like, um, Jess Malboy with Jimmy specifically always going off at him and yeah, like the father of her child. It's a very interesting Cynthia dynamic was there. Jimmy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's our relationship. Okay. I, I'm sorry <laughs> to call you up, Morgan, but Cynthia was the one with, with, uh, Jimmy. Oh. But she did have a kid. Jessica Malboy did have a kid, but it wasn't with Jimmy. It was His glasses. name's not Jimmy. It's... Isn't it Jimmy? No. His name's something else then. No. Yeah. Jimmy's the know, no good scuzz bag. Eyes, that's all I know. Yeah, he had another name. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like I find that so. offensive, but that's not a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, him in the was... four. Oh! <laughs> it's great. And then... No. Um, anything with uh, Chris O'Dowd was like... His conversations were great. His... Like, when Dave Lovelace calls, they, they know. <laughs> so, he's just so... He brings something to this movie that I think would at all otherwise be lacking if he wasn't in it. Yeah. Uh, and I think some of the stuff they bring up that they'd get away with in such like a, it's a chill movie. Like I wouldn't call it a drama movie, but then like they touch on Stolen Generation. There's the MLK stuff in there. I thought it's, it's not like, it's a nice, it adds a bit of flavor, but it doesn't bring the movie down to like, oof. yeah. so I think that was yeah. Yeah, something I appreciate about the movie. Mm. And then Alana, why did you make us watch this? What's something you love about this movie? I don't no, I think it's very like throwback. Like even though it is like obviously before we were born, um, all of the old Australian stuff that you'll still see around sometimes, like those Tupperware containers when she was having the Tupperware <laughs> party, and just all the fashion and all of the old music and stuff. Also, great. like the pub at the start the is pub. literally like it looks like it's from the seventies, but that is literally just Aubrey Pub with a yeah. sign on it. It's like, what that's, I was going to say. <laughs> like, yeah, it's you what those never in, never changing country like towns look like. Yeah, I don't know. It's I just I love a good. Australian movie with some, I don't know, cheeky, cheeky lines in it. Yeah. Um, I also love Jess Mowboy. Fair. I know a lot oh. of people hate her. Um, 
<laughs> but I think she's great, <laughs> even though she's not the, she's not the most amazing actress. But sh- her singing makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really I also cool. love the music as well. That's yeah, the music. Like, it's just groovy. It's I don't know. I feel like most of my favorite movies when I pick them, they're like they're funny and like musical and like um like feel good but at the same mm. time like i'll probably cry twice <laughs> during it like it's like Mulan Rouge is my favorite movie but i will be bawling by the end of it <laughs> it's got to make you feel all the feels yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> gotta go through that spectrum all right i guess we're on to negatives now negative nellies we're gonna no, no, no. we can do we can do more positive surely there's more people like that was one point each but people can come up with other stuff morgan yeah. thought Kay was a very attractive lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah she was he she said was that pretty. she had the most beautiful skin color combination that he'd ever seen something about it man it mes- it's oh, mesmerizing and i agreed morgan did you notice the guy from jessica jessica jones in this as the bandmate who hooks up with Cynthia. Yes. Oh, that yeah. is him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Malcolm I was Jessica like, oh, what a waste of that guy. That's a, that's a bloody shame. He's a fucking a- an awesome actor. But no, it was cool to see him. Out, I was starting like, out. Starting <laughs> out. Oh, yeah, it's 2012, of course. A lot know. of... Oh, gosh. That's another... Like, this is... Got a lot of Australian talent in there, mm. but that unfortunately has the undercurrent of a lot of American Marines that have a bit of an Aussie twang. Yeah. But apart from that, that's not. <laughs> yeah, I definitely picked a few Australian faces pretending to Ooh. be American. Alex put on the sepia filter. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, just turned Mood on the lighting. light. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was getting too dark. I forgot another great part about this movie is the female empowerment. No wonder I love it. <laughs> female empowerment, yeah. always a good thing. Love the primary actors, except like this when the secondary character is the guy and the the rest of the primary characters are the girls, that's when you know it's going to be good, except usually it's not, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you don't often see it. Uh, and when you do, I'm glad that something like this actually pulls it off and yeah. it's quite successful. I mean, I haven't seen the women Ghostbusters yet, but I've heard enough to know that it doesn't pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fucking... Well, certainly the that, internet doesn't seem to think so. Uh, <laughs> that's a story of bullshit because it, if that if that movie was like given to those ladies to write, I think that would have been such a better movie, but it wasn't. It was given to the director and the director was like just... I just do something funny, and like these comedians who are sketch comedians who are used to writing sketches mm. have to like improv. They have to do the best with what they're Fucking given. Bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> that was, I heard that about it's such uh, a another recent movie that came out. I think it was like Girl Boss or something, and it was like the the actresses give the performance of their lives, but they're just doing the best with the crap that they were given. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. God damn. It's, it's a fu- it happens so much, and then people get mad at like you know the the, the performers, and it's like well. There's all that shit that goes on behind the screens that should have made them look good. And if it didn't make them look good, that's on the people behind the scenes a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Unless their acting's bad, it's not their fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Any good things before we get into bad? <laughs> no, I, um, no, I did like the chemistry. I think you, you said it before, the sisterly chemistry. I really liked the way they talked to each other. Because, mm. yeah, it, it did feel a lot like an actual family a lot of the time. They were swearing each other, telling each other to shut the fuck up. Yeah. I really <laughs> enjoyed when... Slapping each other and shit. That was good. They first get the rehearsal space and then they're like, he's like, he, he has the courage to stand up to the main, the older sister. Like, you're not the... And then they're all kind of like, yeah, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> they all piled up. <laughs> I that think was, you should let the, the girls who can like, sing do it. <laughs> 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 yeah. That was the point where I'm like, Gail, you suck. <laughs> not sorry. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. You know that that's correct. It's satisfying, like though, because everyone hates Gail. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, I get it. It's the eldest child sort of symptom. Like, you know. No, no, the one, okay. The one I, that I, feels I, like 
uh, that they've got to take care of the young and ones. Mm. Like I did relate somewhat yeah. to that, uh, being the oldest child. I hate to do this to you, Norris. Can we put this off? Because this is something I want to argue about. <laughs> it's her, her role as the older child <laughs> later on. And I, I, I disagree with you very strongly, but there is other stuff to talk about. <laughs> okay. With that note, I've been put down. Let's move on. Um, let's let's talk about negatives, okay? We've been... Oh, okay. Zach's been delaying it a little bit. Um, um, He's been holding himself together well. He has, he has. I, I hope so. No Thank frothing you. at the uh, mouth or anything. <laughs> really let's, let's go, Zach. Oh, Come on. Tell actually, us. wait. Before we dive into that, I, this is the question I held off before. Um, did the manager and, and that woman actually get married in real life from the Safoys? Was, was that a fabrication for the movie? I don't think so. I like From oh, what I've heard shame. about and all of the true stories, it's like... <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> So Zach's photo just popped up on our screen. Yeah, it popped up on mine just a few seconds ago. I was like, um, from what I've heard about, you know, true story to the actual story that was on in the movie, um, is that, you know, the only real characters that were in it was there was two sisters that ended up going to Vietnam and the other two actually stayed because they were protesting against the war and so they didn't want to go to the war. And so like oh there's no God. even real kind of backstory like in anything I can find about a manager where there was a romance, the only thing that's right, real is that the younger sister had a two-year-old son who she left at home and that two-year-old son was the guy that ended up writing the play and then adapting to a screenplay for the movie. Oh, so okay. that's like, yeah, I, I believe that, you know, he, Dev Loveless was just <laughs> <laughs> just created for the movie. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty interesting. He might be a part in the play as well. Yeah, he's probably mm. in the play too, but I don't know if he was a real dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, do you have negatives to this, Alana? This is a movie you, you very much love. So I'm just wondering, is there anything that you watch now and maybe it like tickles you as really annoying? I know or one. Yeah. I know goes, one she thinks is oh, stupid. Oh, that's stupid. Well, I'll see if she says it. <laughs> Off the back of it, I know that like the relationship with him and Gail is really interesting. And I'm not sure that that would just like, that would never work in real life. I don't think with those two clashing personalities, <laughs> it would just be her telling him what to do all the time and him being like drunk <laughs> with her dad, probably. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't really think though. Um, you also think the letter proposal is stupid. Oh, and the letter proposal, I was so mad. I was like, if any, if I yelled at Morgan, I said, don't you dare propose to me in a letter. I will kill you and I will say no. <laughs> it's Morgan's the stupidest to thing ever. Those, those letters <laughs> He might have been like reading it in the voiceover quite slowly and emotionally, but I don't know about you guys, but whenever I read anything, it's like, will you marry me? Yep. Will you marry me? Yep. Cool. Yep. <laughs> you skip. I know what you mean. You just skip to the important words and then you go back I'm if you need to read the speed sentence. There is. Like, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Anyone else want to take the mic? I mean, Morgan, you had something? Uh, I think. So I think that whereas the dialogue writing is great, I think the story, the like three part structure, there's a, the ending is kind of rushed. It yeah. feels like a lot is rushed towards the end, and then the letter is an issue. It's kind of like it 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 serves a purpose in that like yeah he he's we think he's dead and he's left this letter for her. But when you think about it, it's like well he had no reason to give her this letter unless like something like. 
It's just so that when something did happen to him, we could have this moment. It kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, and like if he didn't, if that assault on the base didn't happen, did he think that the scenario would play out? Like they had dinner, he gave her the letter, he went to go get drunk, <laughs> she read it, and in the morning he'd be like, "Well, yeah. <laughs> in the morning, like, have like you thought about it? the letter only suits exactly what happens, but it doesn't make sense outside of that." Yeah, as soon as she passes the letter, you're like, oh, something bad's going to happen to him. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, what's going on here? I've seen too many of these films. No. Yeah. I think that's my biggest thing is like towards the end, feels a little rushed. And then they do that whole like, is he dead? And then he's not dead. And it's like, didn't didn't draw that out and for long enough. They also go straight from the hospital right back to their Aboriginal community. It's like, did they just go home? Like, it, it, did that happen to coincide with the end of their tour? And yeah. now that that's the perfect timing. They're just going to go home. And it's like a now? nice ending, but it feels <laughs> it very skipped nice. too. It's yeah. like, oh, fake out. It's yeah. like, oh, he's he's dead. So now he's alive, and then it's the end, and it's happy. Well, it cuts to like that funny thing where he's proposing, and it's it's lighthearted and funny, a nice way to end. But it's still like we rushed to get here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like it was a marathon, but then everyone had enough in them to like gun the last hundred meters. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's my big issues with it. Alex, okay. we'll, 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 yeah. I think Zach's got a lot, so we'll get we'll leave him. Yeah, for last. Okay. okay, we'll leave you the last. I feel like. Well, do you want to? Do you want me to go now? Because I, I feel like now I'm getting built up. I, I have one major issue that I have with the story, or the, the writing. But Alex, do you go? You look like you. No, 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 no. This, no, I agree with everything that's been said uh, okay. so far. I do think the sort of Irish drunk sort of is a bit cliched. <laughs> Uh, there as well. Um, dare you say racist? No, but, um, <laughs> dare, dare I say. No, I think it's a little, I don't know. And then uh, when know, they alcohol. go to Melbourne and then their uncle happens to be a drunk Irishman too. <laughs> yes. And and it's... <laughs> um, yeah, there was that. Um, that was a little bit sort of like alcoholism bad, sort of, you know, reduced that sort of meaning to that. Um yeah, the ending did feel a bit rushed. It's like we were sort of trying to cobble together a happy ending um, out of this film. I don't know. The It was sort of a little bit um, that scene where he's trying to find the other two uh, girls. He's left the two on the helicopter and he's trying to search for the other two. I just thought that was needlessly dramatic. Um, <laughs> not that I wouldn't look for the other girls. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying <laughs> is the them. way it was, I've got the one I Alex. love. Get Alex, in the chopper. Left in the oh, chopper. No. <laughs> Alex, I would have as well. There's no embarrassment. <laughs> I'd be like, you're strong women, you'll figure it out. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought that was a bit over-dramatised. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that bit sort of didn't sit well with me. But other than that, I think I, think I like it for the most part. Let's get on, Zach. Come on. <laughs> okay, so my only... Not my only, but my big issue with it was for a lot of the story, a lot of the time when they brought up any issue, like racism or war or drugs or anything, it seemed like it was very cookie-cutter easy. Like, racism, the the introduction we have in the movie to racism is they go, the, the girls go to a talent contest and all the white people in the club look at them like they're, they're dog shit, which is, yeah, crap, and it would happen. But they just, like, brush it off and go, whatever, we're just black, that's just how it is, we'll deal with it. But then they go to Vietnam... And, and you said it before, Morgan, they put parallels between the way the Aboriginals were t- tr- treated in our country and the way African-Americans were treated in their country. And to me, that's like that, that like graded a bit because it's like, yeah, they're both people. They're, they're both peoples that have been completely oppressed and treated horribly by, you know, their, their nations. But they are not the same. 
and it definitely felt like for a lot of this movie they kind of just treated it the same and I didn't like that that really hit me like hard and a lot of the struggles sort of just seemed like they were struggles for the convenience of the story but there's a line in this where Cynthia is like partying too much and they're talking to her about it and they're like oh you're just getting hopped up on drugs and she goes well half the, the soldiers in this place are hopped up on drugs just to get by but every time you interact with the soldiers they're always happy they're always partying they're always super super like juiced to see the girls I didn't see an example of the soul maybe maybe I missed it but I didn't see any examples of the soldiers being fucking destroyed by the war all of them like you said it Lana it's like an upbeat movie yeah but it wants to deal with these really dark terrible themes but it wants to be upbeat and that that like hit me in a lot of places like I don't like you having your cake and eating it too. Mm. You can't really talk about, you know, war in Vietnam without talking about the drug problem, without talking about the fact that they were an invading force. Like, yeah, I don't know. It can be a lot heavier than I think this movie alludes to, and that's what hit me as, like... Uh, I uh, to, to be fair, I had issues with this up until halfway when they started singing on stage, and I was just, as you said before, I was into a lot of the soundtrack, and I was into a lot of the charm, but it just kept coming back in my mind that, like, this is a dark time... And it's an upbeat movie, and I don't know how I feel about that, personally. I don't know how it struck me as, like, oh, I can't get over that. But is it nice to potentially be, like... So it, it draws parallels in that... So this is a nice, light-hearted movie, and we only and we know Vietnam was dark, but we are actually seeing the bright moments, like the night, the, the concerts, the soldiers got to come and watch and have, like, a night where they felt normal, and we get to feel that. and But we know, because we... We know about Vietnam. We know it was tragic. So we that undercurrent's there, and this works with that. And it's like, oh, this is the time when they're having a good time. Like, these girls are bringing those moments to them. And it's like, it, it probably could have shown it more, but, like, we already know that. And this, so it's mm. like, we know that, and this is the moments you're seeing. I don't know. There might be something no, I, there. I, I think that's a totally fair point. I I think on that, I think maybe that would have settled with me. A, a, I just don't know that it was handled the best. Because, like, you're talking about, you know, we get to see these horror... Like, we get to see these soldiers who we know have gone through something horrible experience something nice. And the only par- the only other time I think... I- well, I can think of in a movie that you've seen that is that scene in 1917 where he stops by those troops and they're just listening to that guy sing. And I think that is such an impactful scene. And if we're talking about that feeling of getting to see respite for these people who have to go th- through something horrible... I think you, well, to me at least, and this is probably an issue with me, I feel like you need to show the horrible. Yeah. And I don't know that they showed that enough. The, only, I know there are different the only thing scenes I can think is there's past. like one scene at the, and they're at the first aid tent yeah, and one of them breaks down. And that's like the only, the, if you need me. yeah, that's really like the <laughs> only mm. thing yeah. that kind of branches into what you're talking about, which probably yeah. isn't enough. And in, yeah, mm. in any other th- like circumstance that I can think of, they're all in a bloody good mood to be at war. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree with you in that point, but it's really hard because I could I could actually see the producers being like, "Oh, so this is set in the Vietnam War, but we really want to make a happy movie. This is really difficult. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want people that's to be depressed juggle, when they 100%. leave." And it's like th- that's why I guess they're trying to showcase more of the experience of the girls rather than the experience yeah. of the soldiers. But yeah. I also agree that it like was a really dark time and I don't know if it showed that enough. Like I feel like <laughs> if a kid who didn't know much about the Vietnam War watched this now, they'd be like, oh, it's not that bad. They got to go to all these concerts and stuff. <laughs> there was oh, one part of it like- that made me a little bit sick. Like the whole character of Myron. And I'm like, because I'd, I'd made up this whole thing in my head. Like I'd, I was like thinking about it. I'm like, oh, he is clearly before the war a music producer and he has 
He has the way he has taken advantage of the war situation is, and I don't doubt this is true. He has now become a music producer for the war, so he gets to hang around and drink, and he facilitates all these acts to go to the soldiers. And it's like I I don't know something about that really felt off putting to me because I felt like that was real. Like surely there was people who were like I'm a music producer, I'm gonna go to war. And help out by facilitating this whole process. And it was it's a like, black music and it's producer, like, though. I'm doing my bit. And it's like, well, it's, it's even... Maybe he's, his only opportunity to become a music producer was to do yeah. it for the war. Because no other like, white ones would have wanted to go. He's a black or, music or like producer and he wasn't on the front line. Like, that, we had this discussion last night where it was like, yeah, these are people, their countries are falling apart at home. Or they're treated like shit at home. And they're over there doing stuff for their country. And they're forced to be fought. And I was like... To be oof. fighting for all the white people <laughs> that, that hate them. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like not on the him. front line. He's... Oh. Oof, something about him really. That one from him really like made me feel gross about him. Like when he's just like, give them something to fight for. And I was just thinking, so is this movie pro the war in Vietnam? Is it saying that it was right? Because that's a complex like discussion to just boil down to like, these guys need something to fight for. That was a weird moment. Yeah, like... Because he was like kind of being sleazy, like because like Dave had just supposedly died, and he's like, and, and then Martin Luther King had just been shot, and he's like, you need to sing for these people, and it's like, dude, now is not the time, but he's like trying to like yeah, manipulate I them. I don't know, it was weird. Dave, the sapphires have just been like attacked in the middle of like a military operation, and then he's like, now nah, get back out there. Don't take time. Don't maybe go back to your family or whatever. Get back mm-hmm. out there. Um, haven't you haven't you heard of the saying the show must go on like, come on. <laughs> uh, like that's, where, that's where it came from yeah yeah teddy roosevelt looks across to uh, all these performers during like the great spanish invasion he's like no no keep going the show must go on sir yep exactly uh, alex you've no, been I, strangely quiet no i just i was just listening to everyone's uh <laughs> you know i think i agree with alana that it's not about the soldiers like the film doesn't focus on any of the any of the soldiers the soldiers themselves are seen as sort of very secondary they're almost, you know, throwaway. Like, I don't remember any of the soldiers' names beyond... No, yeah. None of them. None of the names. Um, so it's about them and their experience and and the girls' experience. And so I guess it would be filled with concerts and happy faces and all this sort of stuff because that's their experience. That's it the facet that they would see. This is not going to be Apocalypse Now with yeah. a few songs thrown in. Like, it's you're not going to get it. It's like, also, what a good that, movie you, that would be. When you say it like that, it's also like <laughs> they've heard about this war and it's bad times and they go there and they're partying and they're like, this is a great time. But then the glass mm. shatters at the end when, and then that's kind of when it hits them that they are in a yeah. war zone. So that is another way of looking at it. It's like, yeah, this is the way they experienced it. They had a great time until something, it came knocking on their door and it actually crashed through mm. their door and they realized yeah. they were in a war zone. What did you guys think of when they got their car pulled over by the Vietnamese troops? The Viet Cong. Yeah, and then yeah. she kind of like spoke to them in Yorta Yorta and they were like, okay, go on. Like, I just, I don't think I have the full understanding of it to know what to make again. of it. I, the only thing you can really pull from that, and this is very base layer, is it's like, uh, you're not the ones we have a problem with. You're also your own tribe or like people. It's, that's like it's the like base we're, layer, but we're, it's not, it's both like minorities here yeah. like let us pass through peacefully or or like it it could be that that had no effect and they just saw that they were no threat and it, it they saw they didn't have guns yeah. like, right, fine, fuck off like it's a nice moment but if you try to think about it you're just like i what yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yeah, yes that, that moment was a, a lot of the dark in this movie is a lot like that morgan where i'm just like 
Oh, that's a nice. But okay, wait. <laughs> would it would it go down like that? <laughs> Sorry, Alex, I cut you off. No, no, I was just saying yeah, that 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 moment was quite jarring. I was like, okay, I get why it's there because then it's showing her connection to the heritage that they think that she's lost. Yeah, she gets to prove herself. Yeah, but yeah, uh, needs more than that to actually yeah. But I this is why I would have liked the film much more if Dave had actually died. Mm, it, yeah, I God, think... Because then they would have actually lost something. Yeah. 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 And, and that whole line about soul music being about trying to get back what is lost would have yeah. meant something because then they could have kept singing also, like, you know, to show their talent and to show that they yeah. can do it. But also her, for her, it would be, I'm going to sing because I want to prove that, you know, I, I want to show that I haven't lost this love for this man that I've met here or something. Mm. I think that's the better ending because that's, that's what it's building up to. And that's another reason mm. it feels kind of rushed is because they double fake it and then it's a happy ending. It's like, and like, I was sad when <laughs> it happened, but it's like, you were kind of like, oh, I see where this is going. And then it didn't do that. Mm. Uh, it's okay. also interesting how it like, that it kind of just ends almost like where it started, where like, they're like, oh, you know, we've got these producers that are coming to watch Julie sing. Next minute, Julie's back, you know, at the farm, like picking oranges. And it's like, well, that mustn't have worked out. Yeah. Hey, and like- he also has like, <laughs> when he's convincing them, he's talking about like, oh, like the, uh, all the places I'll take you there and stuff. And then like, yeah. oh no, we're just going to get married and settle down. It's yeah. like, did you not, I guess the war, I don't know. They're like, we were happy with what we got. I don't know. There is they got their shot and now they're going to go back. Yeah, yeah, I guess like the character growth is there, but the actual like full, it comes mm. full circle and they've grown, which is a lot of movies don't have and people always complain about that. But it's also like, but they're not doing anything with these talents we've seen them have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, I, I, like, I kept thinking about this movie after I watched it and I kept thinking there is so much like potential for a really good either musical or movie in here. Like for, for maybe a dramatic movie about sisters who find their way through the lands of the Vietnam War or a musical about, you know, living your dream but fighting through whatever hardship that may be, including the hardship of having to sing in a war. Um, and there's, like, good in here, but I reckon you could work to make this, like, an A++ musical. Um, and I don't know how high you'd have to do it. I don't know that it'd have to be particularly hard, but, like, rewrite some of those scenes, maybe have the ending where he dies... Um, rewrite some of your approaches to these like really heavy topics. I don't know if you pull it back or you go even further with the really heavy stuff. And then at the end of that super dark road, you make it, you know, light and uh, happy. But I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential here. And, and But I'm, I'm not a musical person. I'd, I'd actually have to leave it to Morgan Alana. Do you guys <laughs> think this is the best version of this? Or do you, do you reckon you, you could see it do something better? I don't know if it would work well as like a, a traditional musical. Like I know it was it was MTC play, which must have just included mm. the songs, I guess, and then they've decided to turn it into a movie musical. Because I think, and even though musicals can handle like really tough subject matter, I wouldn't want to be the person to do that. Um, Absolutely, yeah. I I don't know because you because musicals are more like putting on a scenario with a song rather than just singing a song for a, an audience. And I wouldn't want to be the person to be like, oh, look, there's soldiers everywhere in the song and they're running around while we're in the middle, kind of. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think it does work well as a play with music, potentially. Um, Yeah. I don't know. A musical, you'd have to write other songs because at the moment it's all songs that already exist. Yeah, that's the thing is I I wouldn't want to be the person writing those other songs um, Mm, mm. about them singing about what's happening to them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
we'll see if it ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think it works well as a movie because you can have all of the, um, you know, the soundtrack um, to carry yeah. it while they're doing stuff. I definitely as well. I definitely see clearer a better version of the movie than I do see it being a better musical. Yeah, it's like, oh, I think it'd be better as a movie. There's a better version of this movie though that is that yeah. could have happened. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, need a bigger oh, cool. budget. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, tiny budget. So, some of those scenes were just a bit of a shame because, like, when they were in those war camps, I was just like, I can just tell it's a set. I'm sorry, and, but then there were other times where it was like, no, this feels like it. They're actually just walking around in a fucking camp. Yeah. yeah. Any other last minute thoughts on this movie, Sapphire's Australian 2012 movie? <laughs> I. What did you guys think of how she like made up the name? Like, obviously that's not based on the true story. The fact that they're in the audition and she looks at her, she looks at Cynthia's ring, and she's like, "Where the sapphires?" <laughs> no discussion. I, I have to ask. I don't know that I found it believable that Cynthia would wear the ring for as long as she did. But <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like kind of maybe 50-50. Because, like, I don't know, I, I, I would thought <laughs> she's, like, a fiery personality. Maybe she'd have fucking sold it and be like, nah, fuck you, Jimmy. I'm off. I'm done. I think she's a um, faker and that she secretly uh, loved him so much but was just pretending to get go. around yeah. with the other guys. Classic girl move. <laughs> Classic. Classic. Getting an, oh, getting we haven't had our fight about Mama Bear. Alex, you were oh. saying Mama Bear, hundred percent legit. Oh, Nothing listen, wrong with her character whatsoever. No, I can understand how it was written. Being the eldest child myself, it's, you know, <laughs> there's now taking bed. responsibility. Yeah, yeah a little bed, piece yeah. of shit yourself. <laughs> she, yeah, she has like a more of a mum vibe than the mum. The mum is like she has the power. Like they they go to her for the mm. big decisions, but for the most part, she is in charge of the the girls and like anything that is, that she can't decide on or can't control goes to the mum. Like it's like two mums situation. You got <laughs> you got general mum and then you got lieutenant mum. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I would have bought that a lot more if she maybe treated Kay gently rather than firmly, because then you would at least see a difference in the way she treats Kay, and that would explain, like, that could be explained by her guilt because she thinks that she's responsible for Kay losing her heritage. But then when she talks about how she's responsible for Kay getting found, and I was like, so you then treat Kay like worse shit? Yeah. I understand people are crap, I but think- that just struck me as the dumbest thing. I was like, that doesn't make sense but that's to me. Do, do that. They, they project the anger I know, I know. for themselves onto the other people. I, I feel like she's more mad at Kay, though, because Kay didn't come straight back when she had the opportunity because she yeah. like adapted. And I think it into- was easy to be mad at Kay because Kay was like, oh, I fucked up, but you also had the opportunity. You did this. And it's like it was easy to be angry at her rather than being angry at herself. Mm. Yeah. But also Gail is like so immature. <laughs> <laughs> Emotion. <laughs> Emote. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, exactly. No, there's, there's definitely some guilt there for sure. But it's just, I don't know. She, she could have been more sympathetic if she wasn't just so, so defensive. Anyone who threw, threw any insult at her, she was like, oh, that's unfair. But then she turns around and bees is like a piece of shit to like everyone around her, and you're like, like I understand the idea of like a, a strong-willed person who just butts heads with everyone they're up against. But at a certain point, take responsibility for being an asshole. Mm. <laughs> I, think <she's, laughs> I think she's just not anybody's favorite character. <laughs> like I don't, I can't think of anyone that would pick her as a yeah. favorite. 
By the way, this is exactly why I say David Melbourne's performance was fucking outstanding. Because, like, yeah, she God was damn, very good at making us pissed at her. Oh, and that's man, probably yeah. why I just so love um, Miranda Tapsell so much because she always plays such, like, great characters. <laughs> she always mm. plays, like, really out there kind yeah. of gals. I think the character acting mm. was good in this. Like, if someone had a character that they like, they knew what they were doing, they were nailing it mm. every time. I think I read something about their casting process being really long and how they had to really get into the characters because they were real people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And probably work on Jess Malboy's acting. Yeah. And but that, but like, I feel like Send the way they worked school. on her acting was she doesn't do a lot. She doesn't from do much. Yeah. And get angry at yeah. her, at her uh, baby daddy. <laughs> and get angry at her sisters. Yeah. And be a little bit scared about the potential for a grenade being thrown through the Yeah, bar. that's true. <laughs> that that band guy was like, just out? like, man, it could happen at any moment. Like, he was so oblivious. It's like, dude, shut up. <laughs> like, yeah, man, she could be Viet Cong. She could be Viet Cong. <laughs> this close to uh, <laughs> now boys is like, and it's coming for you. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused by her, like, character as well because she's supposedly, like, too young to do anything, yet she has, like, what, a two-year-old son? So was she 17 yes. and had her child at 15? Probably. Like, if you're old enough mm. to bloody have a son, I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> different time. Know. Different yeah, time. Very different time. If I, if yeah. I was old enough to have a baby, my mum would be like, you're on your own, mate. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens. <laughs> I'm your mum up until you have a baby and then it's cut off. <laughs> Tell you what, you know, an older sibling there just to berate you is, um, you know, could have fixed that scenario. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Do we want to... clearly didn't. Do we want to talk about some ISO watches to finish up today, what we've been watching at home uh, on our lonesomes? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Morgan, did you... Uh, through this week, I, I watched Afterlife Season 2. Morgan, did you get... I recommended to Morgan... Oh, yeah, you know, like a chat in the week, and I asked him if he w- would watch it. don't know. Have you had a chance to I look at it? I will watch it, but I, have, I haven't watched anything much in the last <laughs> week. <laughs> it's very bad. Legit, now that MasterChef um, and Lego Masters is back, I've been terrible. <laughs> we said that last yes, week, but it's just... wasn't Lego Masters just fantastic? Uh, Zach, you really <laughs> need to watch that. Um, uh, I wasn't done talking about Afterlife, but all right. I keep <laughs> telling like all my all my work friends how good Lego Masters is, and they just won't buy it. And I'm oh, like, I, I never built Lego until like six months ago when I was younger, and I think it's amazing. Like You don't have to be mm-hmm. a nerd to watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just feel-good television. <laughs> Zach's um, trying not to laugh. <laughs> he's trying not to. Zach, you oh, would no, love I'm it. Just... You would love it. You would. I just yeah. don't. Want to what have we watched in the last week? TV we finished Bo Jack Horseman. Yeah. And that had a less sadder ending Brutal. than I ever expected that show to have. Mm. I was like, this no, this right? is not going to have a happy ending for him, his character. But, but it, 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 it was fun. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah. What did we watch last night? After? We watched Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, again. yeah. We watched Crazy Rich Asians uh, again. Yes. Great movie. Is that good? It's yeah. so I good. I watched Trailer for movie. I'm like, maybe I'd like this movie. It was oh, like, wait, what like, year did it come out? It was like two years two ago. Years ago? <laughs> so that was like my favorite movie of that year. And we didn't even mm. go to the cinemas <laughs> to see it. We watched it at home. And I thought it was just the best. It's very good. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, it's it's the the family stuff is just like I'm like oh my god. Like, and I think like the way that like Australian movies are charming and relatable for Australians, like it was just the most charming and relatable thing for like I guess all the Asians of the world and they were like obsessed with it when it came out. Like ah, uh, so many of my Aussie Asian so friends just yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe not all the Asians, but I see what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I think like the whole cuz the way their family dynamic and structure works and that's all in there and in play they're all like yes, this is how it works. Yeah. 
And there is always the one gay cousin. (laughs) (laughs) And the quiet, weird brother that keeps taking pictures of your friends. (laughs) (laughs) What? Well, we started watching Hollywood today. Yeah. On Netflix. Oh, that's the new Ryan Murphy. That's very. Yeah, it is the new Ryan Murphy Mm. one, Alex. If you know anything else by Ryan Murphy, I'm sure you can know what to expect. Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of sex so lots far. Lots of sex. Lots of gay sex in the yeah. first two episodes. <laughs> oh, sick. Bit of dong. Yeah, finally. <laughs> Haven't seen any dong <laughs> yet. Need to have a representation. But yeah, I've had too much of shows giving you tit. No dong. <laughs> but yeah, what have you guys been watching? Um, I finally relented uh, to a lot of pressure that I had been receiving uh, to start watching uh, The Clone Wars. Oh, God. Uh, so oh, I rewatched I an episode online. last night, and then I watched an episode. This, it's the latest season. I don't know why they started so badly, but the, it's 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 built up. It's amazing. It's accumulated. <laughs> I watched one of the best lightsaber fights in all of Star Wars yeah, last night, and it was amazing. And Sick. I watched how they did it with mocap. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm having the best like time of my life. Well, That's I'm two shit. episodes in. Um, are you, what are you watching? seven what? seasons. Uh, are you starting now? from the start? Sorry? Are you starting right from the start? Now, yes. Oof, you're, gonna, you're in for a rough ride. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't... It Every season has... The problem is you can't even like skip a few seasons. Every season has a couple of good episodes. And then towards like five, six, and seven, it's consistently good. <laughs> so there's a lot of material to get through. Um, Alex, i got a bit of a spoiler for you. Don't, man. don't, Anakin no, 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 no. That Anakin Skywalker, look out for him. Just, just saying. Oh yeah. Mm, just oh saying. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No, um. You know what's the really sad thing? <laughs> Season seven's finished right now, and you're watching all this stuff, and it's like, oh, if they had just done this, it would have stopped. Like, it's all, it's all this stuff where it's like there were so many options where it could have been avoided, and everyone did the wrong thing in every situation, and you're like, oh, I just want to see a different outcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently online there's because uh, the Disney Plus doesn't have it in the correct order. When you watch in Disney Plus, if you were to go season one, episode one, and then season one, episode two, they're not. The story is all disjointed. Yeah, I think so. I looked online for a correct order. Um, it's a bit weird starting at like season two, episode like sixteen or something, and that's the first. Yeah, I think one. they did some stuff like that when I went on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Mm. So I found it. I found a way to watch it in the order it was intended to watch. Um, but yes, we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll fill you in uh, when I've got further through. Who cares about? But seriously, though, one of the best things Star Wars has ever done is Maul's is Maul's character arc, and it is done in like none of the main movies. <laughs> he is <laughs> he is my favorite character in all of Star Wars now, and it is all through redemption of his character arc by um, uh, David uh, Filoni. Like he is a genius. <laughs> Seriously, if you if you like Star Wars but you don't you're getting sick of the movies, like there is a lot to invest in in Rebels and specifically like the middle to end of Clone Wars. The start of Clone Wars, Alex pushed through, it's rough. I know he... <laughs> Two episodes down, there's still a bit to go. Um So when we started talking about what we were watching, I said I'd started watching Afterlife. Um and before Alex cuts me off again. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Ricky Gervais show, isn't it? That's that Ricky Gervais show. It's uh, along with Extras and Derek. It's it's a fucking outstanding show. It is a really, really sad, really cathartic, and super, super excellent. What? Like I can't get over how much I really like a lot of the things he talks about in this show. A lot of the performances in this show, and like I don't know if either of you guys have seen anything about. Yeah, now what's the, the context? The whole... What's it about? I remember so my the, parents the, the... telling me to watch it. That's all <laughs> the, I remember. The concept is. <laughs> 
uh, Ricky Gervais is this like uh, small time journalist for this local paper in a tiny, tiny little rural, vi- rural, rural village in England, and his wife dies of cancer. Uh, and he, uh, the whole first season is him trying to cope with life afterwards, and it's very depressing. It's very dark. Like he goes very much into a suicidal character, but it becomes a very, very cathartic show because he's an incredibly cynical person who, it, like. A lot of the comedy from the show comes from him pointing out how stupid a lot of people are and how stupid a lot of like things we do every day are and just blatantly throwing it in people's faces. And so he, he finds no joy in anything. But as the season goes on, he begins to find things in life that he actually enjoys. It, it's really good, seriously. Especially if you've ever sat there and just thought, I fucking hate people on the train and on the bus. <laughs> and I hate people in general. It's a, it's a great show to watch. It feels really comforting <laughs> which is very odd to say about a show that d- dives into depression and suicide but it, it, it quite it, it really is <laughs> i i would recommend alex i think you'd like it morgan i think you'd like it a lot sounds good i love rookie gervais mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. some people I, really um, don't like him but he's all right <laughs> i kind of miss the train um <laughs> taking the train in each day so maybe i'll watch it uh, yeah. alex loves the people watch. <laughs> yeah yeah but alex you normally miss... get a seat though don't you alex because I get in so friggin' early. Yeah. If you look at the line, uh, yeah. yeah at the beginning of the line, I pretty much get on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think my day's a win if I get one of those like sick handles behind, like behind the seats. Like oh, that's yeah. a good oh, standing yeah. position because there's no way I'm ever getting a seat on the train. No. no, 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 no. <laughs> and then dream, somehow they're going to try and get social distancing on the trains when everyone goes oh, back to work. Don't know how happen. that's going to work. <laughs> no. Yeah, only three people crammed into a corner. <laughs> That's all it is. Restrictions. One person to every four seats. Um, wow. <laughs> that's like, yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a fucking great train that would be. <laughs> I'd love it. Uh, I'd love it so much. That's what my sister gets, and then she messages me like when she's getting the train during the day, and she's like, "God, I don't know why you don't like it so much. This is really relaxing." And I'm like, "Yes, because you have no one's like armpit to shove your face into." <laughs> 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 How can it be eight in the morning and you haven't cleaned yourself at all? Yeah. Oh, this or is like the had worst. to experience someone like eating and talking on the phone at the same time or trying oh, to watch no, no. whatever oh, you're watching. <laughs> I had to watch someone watching uh maths and laughing incredibly loudly <laughs> at this episode of maths that they were ironically watching on a train with about seventy people around them and I was so furious. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound annoying. I'm sorry you had to see me watch it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those married at first sight, as I tell you what. I was going to say, I, I used to watch, or when it's on, I watch Love Island on the train, and a lot of people are wondering what I'm watching because it's just like half-naked people everywhere. <laughs> I had this really bad experience, uh, Love, Death and Robots. I was watching that on the train. Oh, oh, which nice. episode was it, I wonder? Uh, yeah, you wonder, don't you? Uh, there's a bit there that you'll be watching on the train and people would look at you quite funny. I had to throw my phone to my chest and I was like, nobody <laughs> stare at me <laughs> while I'm watching this. Uh, yeah. sweat. Oh, God, God, calm down. <laughs> so no, steamy more like here. the judgment uh, of other people <laughs> that I was getting. Yeah, I get it. The judgment of other people really gets you off. I understand these exactly. things. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you hit the nail on the head right there. Um, also, if you want to laugh, uh, I think you should all watch uh, Chef's Club on YouTube. Uh, it's this American uh, cooking show, if you will, and they mm. do these recipes, and it's just so over the top. And you just go, whoa, uh, it's quite amusing. Uh, go check that out. Chef's Club on YouTube. 
Mm-hmm. Sounds like something we've been into. Is it is it like one of those YouTube original shows that they've made, or is this just like a, a YouTube channel? It's just a YouTube channel that I YouTube. found. Um, I'm just I'm, exp- yes. I'm broadening the definition of what we're watching in isolation. <laughs> well, I, hey, I, I agree. Then with I will this. be oh recommending uh, TikTok Alex. in general <laughs> as my content I'm consuming this week. <laughs> Chef's Club Alex, is on this... TikTok as well. Just saying. Oh, actually, go Alex, follow them. This right looks now. amazing. Short consumer. Bring content. this up on your computer. What chefs? Take a look at some of these thumbnails. They are fucking awesome. Chef's Gosh, club. thank you. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, oh, oh my god! They've done something with McDonald's burgers and French fries. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, I think I accidentally followed the Spanish one. <laughs> <laughs> And with that joy, uh, I think we should uh, call it, guys. I think yeah. we should all stop the podcast and go watch some Chef's Club. <laughs> um, Thank you for I'm joining right us there, today, man. Alana. I've already started. Thanks, Thank guys. You. Thanks Thank for watching for my movie. Thank you for showing Alana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to have you back and you, for you to show us a movie that you know I won't like. Yeah. <laughs> Next time I'm going to pick one that I definitely know you'll hate. And you know what? You'll probably love oh, it. good. Probably like, this, is the best. this changed my life. <laughs> That's very hard to read. All right, uh, until next time, (laughs) bye. 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 (laughs) Hey, guys, Morgan here. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, In the last few episodes, uh, if you've been paying attention, you may have noticed we touched on reality TV a little bit here and there. Well, uh, if you want more of that content or you like those little bits, uh, we've had a recent new weekly show come out that's called Reality Party. And uh, it's talking about all the reality TV that uh, myself and my friends have been consuming. Uh, Alex uh, guest starred on the first episode and I'm hoping to have him back. But yeah, so uh, if you want to check that out or any other of our shows, just head over to www.spikytrap.com and uh, we have plenty of shows. We even do videos. I don't know if you knew that. But yeah, uh, if you're enjoying Dealer's Choice, just want to encourage you to go and uh, try one of our other shows, you know, or like, you know, find a show that a friend might like, whatever. But uh, until next time, stay cool, guys. (laughs) 